You're listening to Kickin' the Panties, your weekly motivational podcast for getting unstuck, recommitted, or newly engaged in a life worth living. Season 2. This one's about love. I'm Becca Kelly, mama extraordinaire and badass boss lady. And I'm Carol, dating coach with a brand new YouTube channel, Ask Carol and Ashley. Are you ready for a swift kick in the panties? Okay, real life romance. Real life. What is real life? Yeah. What, what is, is romance? <laughs> <laughs> what is real life anyway anymore? That's a good question. It is. It's a good question because for this generation, we're so comfortable hiding behind screens and so much of our communication is done that way through like social media and just like through the internet period that it we can easily confuse like our lives on the internet with actual real life. Yes. And we've talked about that before too. Not only our own lives and what we're putting out there and prioritizing, you know, putting something out that is better or different than what is actually happening. But also you can really get wrapped up in what other people have and what they're doing. And we talked about that a lot in the first season, but I don't think we've talked about it as much as in terms of love and relationship, but it is just as important. You know, like you look like sometimes you look at, you know, you, you know, people and you know, the couples or, you know, you know, one of the people in the relationship and they're always bitching about their partner and talking about how much, you know, it kind of like sucks to be in the relationship. And then you look on their social and it's all like them together with like hearts in the the eyes. And you're like, this is total baloney, you know? (laughs) And some people really enjoy being, um, extroverted socially like that with their relationship they want to put it out there they both like doing it some people agree that it doesn't have a place out there and then if you have a mismatch in this area it can be really hard if one person has expectations about what should be happening and another person doesn't care about it you know it can cause um some drama no yeah absolutely i think in this generation a lot of times people think that your relationship isn't real unless you flaunt it online just like people are like you know if someone goes on vacation and they don't see pictures on it they're like did she even really go on vacation right exactly (laughs) and it's like what but it's a good point to say like in this day and age you know what is real like when we do so much of our communicating via via text and via internet right like even with my friends like I don't talk to my friends as much on the phone anymore like I was actually I was um you remember Jasmine Jazz yeah Yeah, I just caught up with her on the phone the other day but she was texting me we were texting 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 and finally I said can I just give you a call because it would be a lot easier and better if I could hear your voice and it was it was such a deeper more connected emotional conversation than we could ever have and you forget that like you want to keep in touch with everybody so you rely on text and sending Mm -hmm. photos and of course you know like whatever emojis and that kind of stuff and even when you haven't talked to someone in a long time you follow them yeah like you see like oh they had a baby oh like they did this and it's like you don't even you don't even engage you're just like you just scroll like oh that's cool yeah yeah and in some ways like if you haven't seen someone in a long time and they are caught up on your life you're like oh that's cool that they were able to Mm -hmm. follow along you know and it hasn't been so distant but at the same time like it's not real right you know it truly isn't isn't real in what I think of to be like real life you know which is connecting and you know really having the sense that someone is is paying attention to you and listening to you and and feeling you you know you feel me yes (laughs) yes I do states away 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> this kind of reminds me of this. My sister was talking about one time she went to the club and like back in our day, back in our day, uh-huh. <laughs> when we went to the club, like people were dancing and having fun and like you oh, might yeah. take pictures before you go out. Like, of, like, your outfit and stuff, but she was Well, like, yeah, but you couldn't, like, in a dark club, your phone wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like, you know, yeah. the technology was not made for that. <laughs> right, but she was like, yeah, nobody was dancing, nobody was having fun, and then they would, like, take their phones out, and then, like, dance in front of their phone, and, like, hold their drinks up, like, yeah, and then they right. put their phone down and go right back to looking bored. Right, it's like a so, performance piece you're doing yeah, exactly. for who, exactly, like, that, like, right. I just don't understand, and I, th- I do think, I do think, and I do hope that this is changing slowly. Like, I feel like people are starting to realize how unhappy trying to live in an unrealistic space is making them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it'll probably take a while before people oh, really yeah, catch on to sure. how, how much this sucks. <laughs> yeah. So how does this translate into relationships? I think that social media has complicated relationships from, like, the very beginning of it. Like, as soon mm-hmm. as Facebook came out, there were all these news stories like... You know, people are leaving their marriages because they found their high school sweetheart on Facebook. And it was like this whole big thing, like on 2020, you know, (laughs) people leaving their marriages because they hooked up with someone they got in college or whatever. What is this Facebook? Yeah, what is this Facebook? It's just a place for adultery. and how it's destroying America's marriages. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yes. So I have three tips if you're wrapped up in thinking this way, like thinking that you know, that public displays of affection are only real if they're on the internet. You know, public displays of affection is no longer kissing someone or holding hands in public, which used to be the thing, like, oh, okay, like, oh, he's not holding my hand, or oh, he won't kiss me in public, like, he must not, this must not be real, like, he won't put his arm around me in front of his friends. And now it's more like, oh, he's not posting my picture, he's not liking my pics, why is he still following that girl? Right. Exactly. And which is, yeah, exactly. Wait, can I ask you one question? Someone brought up the it's complicated status on Facebook the other day. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, why, like, why does that exist? Like, does that exist just to cause fights between people? Oh, absolutely. It's it's complicated. I would be like, what? Is it? Yeah. What's so complicated? You know, it's like you you can't just, you can't fully, you know. You can't commit either way. Exactly. (laughs) Bullshit. Okay, go ahead. That's funny that you said that because my first tip is remember it's all bullshit. (laughs) Ah, da-da. Likes and comments on a pic you posted should not be your validation that somebody cares about you. It matters way more how they treat you in real life. And I read an article about this like social media beauty influencer and she was talking about how her boyfriend would always like and comment all these nice things on her pics because it brought him attention. But in real life, he treated her like shit. Like he was always like ignoring her and didn't give her the time of day. So which would you rather have? Would you rather have someone who's always posting you and liking your pictures or would you rather have someone who treats you well and respects and cares for you in real life um, and not just double tapping on a photo because it's way easier to do that double tap and leave like a damn girl comment, yeah. which is like, if you're going to comment about how I look, how I look good. That's the comment I want. Like, damn. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. You think about someone like typing that while they're sitting on the couch next to you, <laughs> exactly. not looking at you or like just just like how we how people type back lol or laugh emojis and you're not laughing at all 
Like, right. Like if I yes. do a little laugh, I'll do like 10 cry laughing emojis because like I actually like laughed a little bit. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's true. Like if, like if you do LOL, it's like, oh, that made me kind of like half smile or did like one of those. <laughs> type of right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So you have to remember, like, what is more important to you? Is it more important to you that they treat you well um, in real life and they're engaged in real life with you or does it matter more? that they're posting you because if you have someone who's treating you good in real life but they're not posting you and liking your pictures and you're trying to start fights with them about it it's silly and at least in my mind it's silly because you have the real thing that people want like it doesn't it shouldn't matter you know them always keeping up on your social media statuses and everything what if they were so nice to you in real life and they were just shitting on you online all the time Like, what if they had a troll page? <laughs> yeah. They just trolled the shit out of you. You'd be like, I don't understand You just discovered happening. that they, that, that was like them the whole time. You're, you're like, I swear, guys, he's so nice to me. Whenever we're alone, he's like Prince Charming. It's just when, when he's in social media land that he starts like putting the poop emoji all over my Facebook post. I don't get it. I would think that was funny. I would too. <laughs> I would too, but we have odd sense of humor. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, what's so, number yeah, two? So you have to judge what's more important. Um, and my number two is, does it really matter to you or are you just showing off for other people? Do you really care that your boo posts a pic of you or is it just because you know that their ex might see it and that makes you mm. feel good? Do you really need to see that they liked all your pics or is it because you want the world to know they liked all your pics? Because like I said before, you should know that they like you in real life. I know for myself, I would rather my man compliment me in my to my face and tell me I look good than to say it on the internet. I mean, if it's cool if he does, but if he didn't, right. I wouldn't care. Right. So it wouldn't be an, and actually it wouldn't be an issue with me um, unless for some reason I felt like I had to prove to someone else, like, I don't know, like, this is real, you know, if I was in some sort of like feeling like, oh, like he needs he needs to show everyone that he loves me, which yeah, I feel like if you feel like that, then there's probably something deeper going on anyway, you know? Sure, you're trying to prove something. Like, yeah, it's always good to examine your own motives. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so do you really care about him showing you off or are you really trying to impress people who aren't, who really don't matter because they're not in your relationship? And my third tip is don't overcomplicate something that can already be complicated. Relationships can already be hard to figure out. And, you know, if you toss some other bullshit into the pot, it's going to be even harder. You already have to figure out um, if you're going to like this total stranger and you have to find out if their personality fits with yours and if they have the same values and if they share your sense of humor and will enjoy poop emojis under their pictures. (laughs) Are they trustworthy and respectful and reliable and caring? You know, you have to figure all that out, and now you want to add, oh, you know, do they do they only like my picks and no one else's, or you know, do, right. are they are they liking? Are they still following this influencer that I think has a bigger ass than me, or right. you know, did they comment on my last picture? And if they did comment, was it a good enough comment? And right. you know, are they still following their ex? And all that shit um, can complicate things and adds another level that someone has to like pass and get through with you. So again, you should be more concerned about how they treat you in real life. Like, does it matter if they like a pic of a beautiful woman or a hot guy? If you have trust in your relationship, because for me, like I trust Paul, like he could like, I don't even know who he likes. Like, I don't know, but he could be liking all like the fat asses all up and down Instagram. Hey, I wouldn't know, (laughs) but B I'd be, I'd be like, Ooh, let me, let me see who, who is she? (laughs) 
but there are boundaries right too yeah absolutely absolutely there are boundaries and people do go too far with this um but i think that you should like kind of like check yourself and see like what 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 are your boundaries like if paul was following his ex and liking her pictures like if it was someone he knew personally and like liking their pictures and, and writing like, like baby you look sexy, i miss you. you look hot or if he was like <laughs> dming or even if he was like dming strangers like hey hey girl you know right yeah what's up yeah so i think you definitely do have to set some parameters if you do if you both have a full social media life like if you both are concerned about each other liking each other's pics or whatever you know i think you should set some parameters early on and just say hey like I don't appreciate if you are still following your ex or I don't like it if you're going to be like liking my girlfriend's pics. Like that's the type of stuff that would bother me. Like don't like yes. my girlfriend's pics. Like, okay, who, but here's the you- thing with all this is that people don't know why they're doing what they're doing online. Yeah. And right. I think that this is the big problem is like y'all y'all don't know why you're doing what you're you don't know why you're on there for two hours a day. You don't know what you're trying <laughs> right. to achieve, you know, and so that's what makes it so hard to talk about is like it's one thing to talk about boundaries when it's it's very clear. Like, I don't like when you do this. I, w- I want to be with someone that does that. But in this space that we all kind of are like, I don't I actually don't know why I do this at all. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure what I'm trying to get out of it. And then you're adding this layer of complication, like you said, about expecting your partner to know why they're doing what they're doing. So like if you're going to have a conversation about how y'all interact with social media, I think it is a good idea to look at yourself, too, and say, well, why why do like why do I like what I like? And what am I getting out of this experience? And what do I get when people like, is it about community? Is it about friendships? Is it about staying in touch? Is it about being seen? You know, and are you like a person, an influencer that has 10,000 followers and has to show them something, you know, in order to stay relevant? Or are you just liking all the big butt pics for no reason at all? You know, like, and, and so like, I think it does matter. Like if someone can explain to you, this is what I use this for and this is what I like to do with it. then okay like it it should be cool but if someone is just arbitrarily using it and being irresponsible or whatever then like I I don't see why you can't just say to him like well that's that's too much for me you know but the problem is that we don't actually know really why we do it right and I think you're going to talk about this a little bit but I think unplugging is great like I think that that's a was going to be one of your points right yes as always as always are we ready for me? Should yes. I go? Yeah. Okay. Hit it. Put down put down that fucking phone, my yeah. friends. I mean, you're listening to us on the phone, so keep it until the end of the episode, of course, and <laughs> rate, review, like it, share with your friends, do all that before you put it down. Yeah. But seriously, like like we talk about, you know, what is real life now anyway? Like what does that mean? Like every time you said real life, I'm like, what the what is real life? Like yeah. I don't even know it exists anymore. Yeah. And like how are we ignoring the present moment, you know? And how, what does that mean in terms of missing our chances for not only just true romance, but true connection, you know, mm-hmm. with your partner, your family, your friends, like you need to actually be available for intimacy. You can't just have your eyes and ears somewhere else. They need to belong to the experience if you're going to share something with those around you. And so, you know, the number one key to finding real life romance, if that's what we're talking about, is to unplug a few times a week and definitely once a day. Yeah. You know, I talked about this in season one all the time, but I, I still, this was like the best thing that came out of kicking the panties for me. I'm not kidding. My phone goes on do not disturb at 6 p.m. It mm. doesn't ding. It doesn't ring. I don't know what's going on and I have trained myself like 
the other night I, I disobeyed my rule, which I don't even know why, you know, who yeah. knows why. I just looked at my email and there was some funky ass email in there and it kept me up like all night long thinking mm, about it. And right. I was kicking myself as you never do this yeah. anymore. You know, there's nothing that happens after 6 p.m. that I need to really know about. Right. And, and you know, I can't connect with my husband if we're both sitting at the couch with our noses in our phones. And it's crazy because me and Paul aren't even like um, that crazy on social media. But there's so many times where we'll be like sitting on a couch, we'll be like watching a show together. And one of us will just like just pick up our phone and start scrolling just just because like just I don't know yep. show got boring or something like that and we'll look up and we'll be like damn like this is our time to right. really like connect and talk about our day and kind of like sure. unwind like why are we just like you know look what look what you know this person did or like like oh shit, yeah did you hear this or whatever and now we're talking about some bullshit that doesn't really it, even matter yeah, what does it mean to you you know right. or like I take Joe to ballet class and there's all these nice parents there that we all sit in this room together everyone's on their phone no right. one's talking to each other at all. Everyone's just scrolling their phone. Or like, you ever go to a restaurant? That's what I was going to say. Yep. The people sitting across from each other looking at their phones. That's crazy I mean, it's me. terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible. Like you're not you're not enjoying the experience of the food, the sights, the sounds, the smells, and then just in like in general, you need to make eye contact. Right. I you know. You can't if you're looking at your phone. My sister used to, she's she's gotten way better, but like years ago, we would, we would like it would be a thing where I would be talking to her and then she would start like messing with her phone. Right. And like, like kind of half paying attention, like going like, uh huh. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> infuriating. And like I would get so angry. So like anytime you're trying to talk to someone and they're on your phone or someone's trying to talk to you and you're on your phone, like you should just like immediately just be like, oh shit, like I'm doing this or they're doing this. Like we are yes. supposed to be communicating here and you can't really communicate if your attention is completely somewhere else. I was trying to tell somebody today, a friend in the industry, I was talking to her, we were chatting, you know, and I said, oh, and also, um, you know, really great no news. I found out I'm having a boy. Mm-hmm. And she had gone to her phone. So she didn't hear what yeah. I said. <laughs> and so she just didn't even and- respond. No. I was like, okay, well, cool then. I guess right. <laughs> that was a really special moment I just shared with you. Yeah, and yeah. you're not here. So, okay. You know, this is really fucked up. Right. So the other thing that I think, though, if congrats, by the way, because I know you wanted a Thank boy. Thank you so much. Yeah, I did. I did. And I, you know, I, I would have been totally happy either way. I feel like I have to say that as a caveat, but I think we need some other energy in the house. Like yeah. a lot, you know, we got a lot of estrogen going on. Yeah, just get ready for use... a bunch of pee on the seats, girl. I know. That's what everyone's, I'm like, what am I going to do with that little thing? I don't know. <laughs> but um, if you're, okay, if you're in your phone, you are not noticing your surroundings and single people, especially all. Mm-hmm. I get that online dating is a thing. We've talked about it. We've dissected it. We've learned about it. Get it. You know, it's a good way to meet people, but there are still probably all kind of magical meetings happening around you and your surroundings all the time. There's mm-hmm. probably cute gals looking at you, making eyes. There's probably cute, you know, baristas or whatever like all around you in the world around you there's so many times you could be connecting with people even making a new friend that has a friend that they could introduce you to Mm -hmm. and like i i'm so tired of people bitching about how they're not making any connections not making any real connections and they're just depending completely on a unreal space to bring them together with someone around them go to parties meet people join a freaking club like talk about real life romance get out into the real 
world and right. have a, a flirty conversation with someone you know it just doesn't it's not happening as much as it used to I feel like and the catch-22 is the more time you spend on your phone and the more you feel awkward and like yes you you lose that that muscle of being able to have some friendly banter with someone right like I if like you're some, yeah fun, like, fun and flirty yeah like the more the more you're just like constantly on your phone like the you lose that that thing that you have you know that yeah. that thing that you have where you can just like strike up a conversation with a barista or you know you know complicate compliment someone's shoes and then start talking about you know right. where they shop and then get into a conversation and you know like you you lose that because like yeah. you're just not working that muscle anymore and then when you want to talk to somebody you feel all fucking awkward and shit like right oh, exactly what do i say i'm like, not used to doing this can i text yeah, like it's you better to just be on my phone where's yeah, my phone sit across <laughs> from each other and text <laughs> <laughs> okay yes and then the third thing you know back to the original like in a long-term relationship in your marriage you know I think like romance turns into this thing that you didn't ever think it would be like real yeah. life can end up beating romance to a bloody pulp and oh like gosh. especially like, romance he, is like oh my god he he did the dish he emptied the dishwasher exactly Thank you're you. like you're like so I'm sexy. not quite horny about that yeah. but like I'm happy about yes. it you know it's romantic exactly so I just had three quick tips about, you know, and these are kind of obvious, but whatever, might as well share about how to keep your connection strong. So one, mm -hmm. obviously you got to be talking to each other. And again, this goes with the phone. Like right. you said, you sit on the couch, you watch TV, you look at the screen, you second screen. I do work on my computer at night, which I know is bad, but like sometimes we go a, a days without really connecting or without really talking mm -hmm. and that makes us feel far apart and the longer we do that, the more far, far apart we grow and then it's harder to come back together. So I think... Like you said, having a real conversation, recognizing the time that you have and actually trying to just catch up with each other on your day and what's going on and how you're feeling. Sharing your feelings is great. Yeah, and it sounds like you said like obvious, but just because things are like obvious, there's so many things in life that are like, oh yeah, duh, I should be doing that. Like right. eat better and exercise, duh. <laughs> but actually putting it into practice, like it's it's easy, but it's really difficult, you know, to put sure. it into practice. Yes. And this one, this next one is going to be like that too. So I say get sex going when you can and schedule it if you must. Yeah. You know, even if you have to schedule it and you say like, okay, this Wednesday we're going up to bed. We're not watching any TV. We're going to bed at 8 p.m. Right. And we're going to have sex, you know, and it's like, okay. And then you're looking at each other at 8 p.m. on Wednesday and you're like, are you sure you don't want to watch? That <laughs> you know, one, we have one more episode of that show we're watching. <laughs> right. We just watch it, you know, but yeah. you say, no, let's go upstairs and see what happens. Like yeah. I guarantee 15 minutes into it, you're going to be right. wanting to do it. Right. You know, it's just, it's somehow you lose like the, you know, sexy opportunities sometimes yeah. so yeah, sometimes you have to just get it started in whatever way you can get it started and let the sexiness flow let the romance flow from there right especially like once you're in like a longer term relationship and then you throw kids in it like oh yeah forget about it like I always used to laugh when I used to hear like when I was younger and I used to hear people talk about scheduling sex I'm like whack like why don't you just fuck on the kitchen table when you got a second exactly. it's like it yeah. just it yes. just doesn't happen like that. No, it it might not. like once in a blue moon. <laughs> sure. But that is not like going to be your everyday type of thing. Like, like you Maybe have to for make some time people for it is. I'm not going to hate on everybody, you know, yeah. but but if it's not your thing, then, you know, make it make it your thing somehow. Yeah. Find a way to connect because it is important for the connection piece for sure. Absolutely. 
And then I would say the third thing is just like thinking of romance in a more tender way, like being really caring for each other. Like think about like sometimes I notice like especially because the kids soak up a lot of your touching time, Mm -hmm. you know, like you, you end up getting touched a lot by them by touching them a lot. So you do get that fulfilled. But sometimes I'm like, dang, Emil and I haven't held hands in like a month, you know, I like so holding hands, slow dancing, hugging, asking how your partner's feeling, asking how you can help them saying thank you, right? you know, thinking about how you can just show affection first and like simple acts of affection, I think can spark true romance. It's true. Like me and Paul were definitely going through like a thing where we're just like day in, day out. We'd be like sitting on the couch and we have like an L-shaped couch and I'd be sitting on one half and he'd be like sitting on the other, like all stretched out. And I was like, you know, we both were like, you know, we should, like, we need to cuddle and we need to like, yeah, because we used to like be cuddled up or like when we were cooking, we always play music. We used to like, you know, dance sometimes together, even though right. Paul is a horrible dancer. <laughs> well, but, he's white. Give him a break. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you know, things like that, like just like a little like, you know, two minute slow dance in the middle of like cooking dinner changes like the whole the whole vibe of the night, yeah, you know, it does. makes you feel a little loved. smack on the see, ass, you know. anything oh, like yeah. that. It's yes. like, it changes like just instantly. It changes the vibe going forward. Yes. And I will say like, even when you're like, like a little pinch on the butt or a smack on the butt is like, like even when you're like mildly annoyed by it, you are also like, I yes. am anyway, like, amu- you know, amused. Like it makes me yeah. feel wanted, you right. know, even when I'm like, Oh Lord, you know, I'm yeah. just like, yeah, well, that's nice you know like so much better right. to be in that position to than to feel like you know your partner doesn't want you to right. you know exactly. doesn't want to be with you so you know I say you get out of practice that can really be really like discouraging but the more you try the better you'll get you know it's just like that thing you said earlier about using the muscle and really focusing on trying to just um be be present and be stronger yeah, you know yeah. with that muscle and sometimes sometimes this thing happens where like you do plan a date and you get a babysitter and you pay that person and you like get to the restaurant and you just both are like, I'm not in, you know, this is not, yeah, I'd rather be home right now. I just want to, can we go like sit somewhere and look at our phones? Like I get it. (laughs) I get it. But don't be discouraged by that. That happens to everybody. And just, you gotta try, you know, if at first you don't succeed, try, try try again. again. Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. Well, Oh, go ahead. I think that like the closing thing of this is like examine, like try to be a little bit more present, a little bit more aware of a like how you want to handle yourself on social media. And then B, like once you are in real life to like it's like you have to think about real life when you're on social media. And then in real life, you have to think about how much you're on social media. (laughs) (laughs) I would say like uh, it seems, again, obvious as shit. But like literally get a basket or a box and put your phone in it for two hours. Yeah. Period. Then you you won't have your phone and you'll start looking around and noticing some Other stuff around do. you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's I mean, so just crazy. take it away from yourself. Even you just saying that gave me like a little like, ugh, like a little bit yeah, like you don't a want dif- discomfort feeling like put my phone in a box. Right. But, but who, who's calling you? Paul's with you. Your kids yeah, are right. with you. Like. Who's We're calling you tonight? It's crazy. Just put it away. You and Paul, after we get done with this, go downstairs, take your phones, 
put them away yeah. for one hour. I yep. mean, it's a good thing to do. Like seriously, it will it will help. I promise. Yeah, and then when you do stuff like that, you realize how much you reach for your phone without even consciously thinking about it. Because when I do for things no like reason. that, like I'll you know you get that little urge and you're like, oh shit, my phone's gone. And then you like yeah. five minutes later, you'll get an urge and you'll be like, oh yeah, right, it's it's away. But like you'll right. notice how much you really are addicted to it. Yeah. So. And and also you'll realize how much you don't need it. Like you right. really don't. There's other stuff to look at. It's it's a whole world out there that existed before cell phones, yeah, smartphones. Exactly. It was like it's pretty dope before, and yeah. it, it still is. Um, okay, well, great. So next week we will do a little Q and A from Devin. Devin writes, "Dear Panty Kickers, I've been dating this guy for a few months, but I don't think it's going anywhere." I want to break it off with him, but since we've only spent a short amount of time together, do I owe him an explanation? I want to just ghost him, but I hate when that happens to me. So how do I end something that didn't even begin? Help. So I love that question. It's a good one. That is a good one. Thank you, Devin. We'll yep. tackle that next week. Uh-huh. And of course, if you have a question, please click the Write to Us button on our website, kickinthepanties.com. You can email us at kickinthepanties at gmail.com or you can DM us on Instagram at kickinthepanties. Yippers. So for this week, this has been Carolyn and Becca saying, there is something more and you are not out of time. Kicking the panties. To put that goddamn phone down.